0: Hi, you're listening to the Feminine Business School Podcast, and I'm your host, Ainsley Young. My work is all about creating a wildly pleasurable and successful business without burning out your body and selling out your soul. I'm also really passionate about ditching the cookie-cutter marketing strategies and finding what feels good to you when it comes to marketing. Join me as we talk all things online business, feminist marketing strategies, feminine embodiment, conscious leadership, and pleasurable productivity. Hit subscribe now and let's get started. And to learn the secret to fitting more pleasure into each day while ticking off your to-dos, download my free pleasure and productivity weekly planner. Head to startingwitha.com slash opt-in. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Feminine Business School podcast. I'm your host Ainsley Young and if you're curious about doing business in a more gentle, more feminine way and you want to know how you can create a more pleasurable and prosperous business, then I have you covered in today's episode. So here's what we'll be diving into. First, I'm going to share how I actually found feminine embodiment And we'll look at what exactly is it. And then I thought I'd share my feminine embodiment business success strategy and how this really is the secret weapon to your business success. And finally, I'll share a client case study so you can really get a feel for how this work and this modality really works. So as I mentioned in episode one I would identify myself as a very ambitious, driven woman with you know, incredible goals and aspirations and vision for my life. And in the past, I have been very much in my masculine energy. So that really go driven, hustle and grind energy. And this is something that has been prominent all the way throughout my life. I can, you know, look back on my primary school days and high school, university, and I really bought into this myth of eternal expansion that the harder I worked, the more successful I would be, and I needed to produce more, um, be more, do more, and do it in a more time efficient way. And then I would be successful. Then I would be worthy of. Love, success, or whatever it is that I was striving for. And I'm not alone in this way of thinking and operating because, thanks to the patriarchy, we have been conditioned to believe that this is the ultimate way of living and it's the path to success. And I know this is a part of my family lineage, so I've had this modeled to me, uh, and it's no one's fault. <laughs> It's, it's really just how we have been socialized and you're probably nodding your head and probably seeing different facets of yourself in, in what I'm sharing here. But unfortunately, I really took this way of working into uh, my career in marketing. I took it into my first entrepreneurial adventure. So I had a product-based business that I was running concurrently while working in marketing. And then I took it into this business. So starting with A, into my coaching and consulting work. And of course, I took it into my mothering. So I had a very traumatic birth and I didn't allow myself to recover and rest. So I totally believe in uh, the fourth trimester now that I have moved through it. And I just carried on trying to be the Ainsley, you know, before pregnancy and get back into the hustle and grind. So when my daughter Xanthi was five weeks old, I uh, flew back to Hong Kong. So I was living in Hong Kong before having uh, Xanthi, but I went back to Australia to have her. And at five weeks old, we flew back. And of course, I had no family in Hong Kong and my husband traveled all the time for work. So I had very little to no support. And I tried to run my business 24-7 while looking after my daughter 24-7. And of course, this ended in complete exhaustion and burnout. And I ultimately fell out of love with my business and with life. But I was lucky enough to have a number of dear girlfriends around me in Hong Kong who really did embrace this more feminine way of living and being. And I even had one friend who was a feminine embodiment practitioner and I did some copywriting for her. I remember writing her, helping her write her copy for a website and I was like, what is this? But it allowed me to really be able to dip my toe into this way of being and I was able to experience incredible women's temples and go to embodied dance sessions. And I even had a blessing way instead of a baby shower. So the doors were starting to open and then one of my other incredible coaching colleagues and dear friends had recently signed up to do the Feminine Embodiment Coaching Certification through the School of Embodied Art. And I really didn't know what it was all about. And I remember her telling me, she was actually at one of my... Uh, day retreats that I was running with another colleague. And she was there as, as a guest, as a client, but she was telling me what she was doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. I need that for me. I need those kind of tools and that kind of wisdom for me personally. And as I dived into this certification, I realized that, oh my gosh, this is like the missing puzzle piece of my life and also my business. It was the depth, that I was missing in my business. It was the feminine felt sensations that I was missing. But I knew it would perfectly marry up with the more masculine side, with the strategy side of my work and the direction and the analytical side of me personally and professionally. And I also realized that these feminine embodiment tools would greatly benefit my clients. It was the work that was missing for them as well, because many of them were coming to me and they were burnt out and they had fallen out of love with their business and they were just looking for another way. And that's where I was at. I was like, there has to be another way of running a business because I am here for the long game. I want to be doing this you know, when I'm 50 plus. But the way I was operating just was not sustainable. And it was very difficult for me to look around and to see other role models, other women in business, particularly other mothers who were not in this hustle and grind mentality and this buying into the myth of eternal expansion. And thankfully, I found feminine embodiment. So before we dive into the specifics of feminine embodiment, I want to backtrack and look at what actually is embodiment because this word is thrown around a lot in the coaching sphere and in the personal development world. Now, to me, embodiment is completely inhabiting all of your body and tuning into the sensitivities or the sensations within all four of your bodies. So your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your energetic bodies. Now to add another layer on to this, feminine embodiment taps into the feminine energy and qualities that we all have. And we all have these regardless of what we identify in terms of our sexual identity or our gender identity. So both you know, men and women have masculine and feminine energies and qualities. Now, the feminine qualities that we all possess are all about accessing the infinite depths of our body, which includes the depths of our emotions and the depths of our feelings. And it's the feminine state, which is the flow state. And in contrast, the masculine qualities that we all hold as well are more directive. They're more driving energies. So they are the go energy, whereas the feminine is the flow energy. And you're probably not surprised that many of us are well-versed in that masculine strength, that masculine energy and way of being, especially in business. We are all about just getting stuff done, ticking off that to-do list and being in that go energy. Now, this is definitely a critical attribute. Don't get me wrong in terms of productivity, but we are very cut off, particularly as women, or we may even be clueless about this incredible array of feminine attributes that we have within us and that we can actually leverage to our advantage and we can ditch burnout, we can ditch overwhelm and we can switch it for greater pleasure and greater prosperity in our business. That's such a tongue twister. And then To get back to what actually feminine embodiment is, it's a facet of embodiment that focuses on inhabiting and experiencing that feminine end of our spectrum more fully. So that's where the focus is. And so this means that the approach I take with my work and my clients is the felt feminine first. So we dive into the depth of our feeling, the depth of our bodies first. And then we move into the masculine direction and that go energy second. So the mantra that I have been taught by my mentor, Jenna Ward, is depth first, direction second. And if there's one thing I want you to take away from today's episode is that we dive into the depth first and then we look at the direction we're taking. Now, this may be a little tricky to get your head around, but the good news is that the more you actually practice embodiment, so being in your body fully and tuning into the sensitivities of your body, the easier it becomes. It really is a skill. It just takes practice. And it's with this that you actually unlock incredible wisdom and insight that you really can't access from your mind. This is where embodiment really takes over from talk therapy and doing mindset work. So if you're someone who feels like you've exhausted doing mindset work and saying affirmations or, you know, talk therapy with a coach just doesn't seem to work for you, this is where embodiment could be your secret weapon. And it was the case for me. So talk therapy works on our conscious mind, whereas embodiment and feminine embodiment tools really works on your subconscious. And it's our subconscious that runs the show. And this really taps into our nervous system. So the tools that I use and I've been trained to use really worked on your nervous system. So we're working on the imprints of your body and really looking at how we can release tension and release any past traumas to get you moving forward. Okay. So the benefit of the depth first then direction mantra, is that when we go deep into our bodies, we access this incredible wisdom and then it helps to guide our direction. So it means the action steps that we're taking, so in our life and particularly in our business in this regard, are the most aligned. So you're essentially working smarter rather than harder because you're taking the best path forward for you And your body, because your body has served up this wisdom. And you're not wasting time just walking down the wrong path or implementing the wrong marketing strategy or launch strategy. Okay, so let's take this way of working even deeper. So I'll share a little bit more about my feminine embodiment business success strategy. So it's a four part framework and it includes sensitivity, liberation, pleasure, and magnetism. So let's start with part one, which is sensitivity. So if we were partnering together in a mentoring session, I would guide you into your body so you would become more aware of your internal felt state and what exactly was going on for you. So maybe you might come to me and we might be working on your launch and you'll say something like, oh my gosh, I just feel really anxious and overwhelmed with this launch. So what we do is we go into your inner landscape. We drop into the body and we explore and become aware of what does this overwhelm or this anxiety feel like in your body? What texture might it have? What color might be associated with it? What might it look like? How does it feel? How big is it? Where can you feel it in your body? So we're really developing this sensitivity that unfortunately has not been something that we've been taught. And as we've got older and older and older, it's been harder to access it because we're continually like pushing down our feelings and creating this armor around ourselves. So once we've developed this sensitivity and we have a greater awareness of what's going on internally, we move into the liberation stage. So this is stage two. And this is where we're freeing any tension or, you know, say energetic blocks that people might call it or trauma from your body. And this is where I use um, a number of feminine embodiment liberation tools to free your body of this, okay? So this really is something that you experience somatically. You can feel it in your body and it's this way that's different to using something like talk therapy or mindset work. So we're really accessing your nervous system and we're essentially completing tension, past tension or trauma in your body. I won't go into the science of it because it is quite in depth. If you're a nerdy like me, you'd actually be very interested in it. So maybe I might share it in future episodes. Let me know if you're interested and I'm more than happy to, but I don't want to get bogged down into the science, but just know there is a science behind it. And there's lots of research around this. So once we've like freed this tension from your body, we have this incredible clean slate to work from. And this is where we move into part three, which is pleasure. And I spoke of pleasure in episode one. Now, what we do is we really scan through your body and we access pockets of pleasure in your body and we let that amplify and it is an incredible felt state. It really is magnificent and once you're in it, you just want to just lounge around in it and let it amplify and amplify and we look at how we can infuse this into your business as well. And then once you're in this state of pleasure and you can access pleasure within your body, so externally through your five senses as well as internally, you open yourself up to this portal to move into stage four of magnetism. And I also touched on magnetism slightly in episode one, and I will share more in future episodes. But magnetism is a feminine felt state. So it's actually using your body to draw your desires towards you. And once you're in a magnetic state, you can also really feel it. You can feel like sensations of pulsating and you are literally a magnet. That's when you start to see opportunities dropping in. You're able to magnetize your dream clients. You might think, oh, this sounds very much like manifesting, but manifesting you're using the law of attraction and using logic and your mind to attract things and magnetism is that more feminine state when using our body and it is incredible. Now this framework, so this feminine embodiment business success strategy is something that I walk clients through when I'm partnering with them one-on-one or in a group setting as a part of my feminine mastermind. However, I thought it'd be really helpful if I shared a client case study. So I recently had a client and she is a creative. So she's a brand strategist and an interior designer and a graphic designer. And her business was actually doing really well. However, when she came to me, she was feeling completely burned out. She was frustrated. She felt resentful towards her clients because they were really um, demanding. And she felt not at all like, inspired her creativity felt like it had dried up and I'm sure some of you may be able to relate to this because I know I have been in that position before and she really wanted to be able to tap back into her creative spark so why she was in business in first in the first place and feel energized and inspired and she also wanted to work less because she was working her little tail off and she wanted to earn more so we first went into what exactly was she feeling in her body? What were the sensations? So we worked on increasing her awareness of her inner landscape and she was able to feel comfortable and and safe, experiencing this tension that she was feeling in her body. So she was feeling anxiety. She was feeling depletion. She was feeling resentment. She was also feeling guilt around this idea of she wanted to work less and earn more. And she was able to feel these rather uncomfortable feelings in her body. And then we moved into the liberation stage. So I used a number of liberation tools where we worked on freeing or liberating this tension from her body so she could then work from a clean slate and really reset her nervous system. So she was able to free like this sense of anxiety, exhaustion, resentment, even worthlessness, which is so common with the women I work with and limiting beliefs around like working less and earning more. And from here, we moved into this stage of pleasure and she was able to access different pockets of pleasure within her body and experience somatically what it feels like. And then from a more strategic business point of view, we were able to weave this sense of pleasure into redefining who her ideal client was. So she was working with some great clients, but she wanted to really refine and hone down who it was that she wanted to magnetize into her business. And she was also really wanting to niche down into a rather uh, small niche, so not-for-profits and NGOs. And we had to liberate some limiting beliefs around there actually being uh, enough and people would be interested in working with her so liberate that scarcity mentality and we also wove pleasure into her signature services so how could she really elevate this sense of pleasure in the way she works and the services she was offering how could she communicate with her clients with an abundance of pleasure you know rather than that like going back and forward with high maintenance clients and really tightening up her boundaries And of course, how could she weave more pleasure into her personal life? Because we always have to be prioritizing pleasure before we prioritize our productivity because pleasure fuels our productivity. And if you haven't listened to episode one, I encourage you to jump back to that. And if you're interested in a free resource, I have my free pleasure and productivity planner, which you can download from my website too. And I'll put it in the show notes. And once this client was feeling this incredible sense of pleasure and this state of aliveness through her body, we could then move into stage four, which was magnetism. Now, as a result of the magnetism work that she'd done and all the work before that, this client nearly tripled her annual revenue. She was booked out with her dream client. So she was able to attract those NGOs and not-for-profit clients And this was despite coronavirus. So she has remained booked out this year and she's working less and she's had more time to do the things she loved. So, you know, she was able to go back to Pilates and to go to art galleries and museums to really fuel her creativity. She was also able, this was last year, to take more trips away with her family and to travel And since then, she's also taken on a huge uh, Chinese unicorn startup that she's working with, like it is incredible. And she's also been able to build out her team in a way that feels really sustainable and in alignment with her own values. And she's working smarter rather than harder. And she's creating this design agency on her own terms. And she really is embracing feminine leadership. And this is the powerful work that I do with my clients. So this depth first, direction second model really is revolutionary in the business world and it's quite a revelation for my clients and it does work. And the feminine embodiment piece is such a great alternative if you feel like mindset work or therapy just doesn't seem to work for you. If you've exhausted those avenues, I really encourage you to explore the possibilities of feminine embodiment and infusing this into your business. And if you're interested in knowing more about how I actually do partner with my clients, I'll share the two different mentoring options uh, with the relevant links in the show notes. Okay. So before I sign off, Today, we covered what is feminine embodiment. I shared the four stages of my feminine embodiment business success strategy, and I covered off on how feminine embodiment really is the secret weapon to business success. It brings in that depth first, so we are continually accessing the wisdom of our bodies, so our subconscious. our rather than our minds all the time. And finally, I shared a client case study so you could really get a clear sense and a taste of how feminine embodiment can be applied and how it really does allow you to work smarter rather than harder while experiencing wild pleasure and success in your business. Okay, so that wraps up episode two. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and if you've had any ahas or takeaways, I would really love to hear them. And this is the exact kind of conversations and discussions that we have over in my free Facebook group. So you can just search Feminine Business Mastermind in Facebook and you should be able to find it. And I'll also share it in the show notes. But if you want to join in on this conversation with like-minded women who are keen to do business differently in a more feminine and gentle way, then you really should come over and join this free community. I would love to have you be a part of it. Okay, until next time, I hope you stay well and I will speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you received some tips and takeaways or maybe a major aha. And if you did, please leave me a quick five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I'd be so, so grateful. And if you'd like to connect, just come and say hi. DM me over on Instagram. You can find me at Ainsley Young. I'll speak with you soon.